0: On today's episode of Video Marketing Madness, we're going to discuss some news you can use just in time for the holidays. And of course, today's episode is made possible by our good friends over at Movo. Now, if you're not familiar with Movo, well, they have everything that you need to make your videos shine like never before. I'm talking about great microphones for all sorts of situations. I'm talking about cameras. They even have cameras, believe it or not. They've got lights. They've got stands. They've got it all so that you can shoot from the desktop. You can shoot from the the field. You can shoot from your phone. You could shoot from a DSLR. They've got you covered in that amazing prices. And right now, because it is Christmas time, they actually do have some specials going on, too. So head on over to Raiselinks.com slash Movo to see what they can do to help your videos look better than ever. And speaking of better than ever, let's hit that music, which is better than ever. He's Ray the Video Guy. Yeah, Ray the Video Guy. the skill is where it's at. Even if he's a little fat, he's filled with video expertise and has so much knowledge that you need. His YouTube ninja tricks can make your marketing so sick. He's
1: Ray the Video Guy, yeah, Ray the Video Guy. It's the radio show about video, video marketing madness with Ray the Video Guy, and I'm Steve Sleeper. Um... Catch us on your favorite podcatcher. Seems everybody's on Apple Podcast, but give us five star as they review, subscribe, all that good stuff. So, yeah. So, how's it going? Been a couple of weeks since we did a show.
0: Well, it's uh, it's going pretty good, pretty good. I must admit. Okay. Working hard as always, but uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I I sort of took this week off. Um. I did my radio talking book recordings and uh went into radio talking book on Monday. Radio talking book is a reading service for people who are psych challenged It's set set up like a radio station. Most of the listens come from streaming these days. Anyhow, that's what that is. And then I'm doing a show today and I took care of a few operational things, but I did. I, um, uh, I'm having some problems with my back. I went to the chiropractor today and that helped a lot. And then just taking a week off from sitting, you know, hunched over at a computer really helps. So,
0: yeah, I'm sure it does. That's definitely yeah. a big help.
1: Yep, yeah, that is definitely a big help. So, news you can use, not lose. Yes. The big one is Tucker Carlson's on Rumble now, I saw.
0: <laughs> I'll tell you, Rumble is becoming the place. I've been trying to tell people to do stuff. It's like, get your stuff over there. Now, uh, I will tell you that there's some good things and bad things about Rumble. Um, one good thing is you can put your stuff up there today and you can have it monetized tonight.
1: That's right.
0: Um, the one downside is you're not going to make nearly as much money per thousand views as, as YouTube is going to give you. Um, but it's, you know, it's still significant. Um, the other thing, neither good nor bad, but the, the content on there is still kind of pretty narrow. It's, it's uh, a, a lot of sports content. A lot mm-hmm. of conspiracy theorist content,
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: and then a lot of political yeah. talk, but uh you know good, good place to get a lot of other things on there, and you know they're a little more open as far as uh you know YouTube likes to ban and block things, they're not mm-hmm. quite as uh, quite as willing to do that um you know based off of what you're talking about, and so
1: yeah, and
0: and and two things
1: kind of came to mind for me. Uh, Fox uh, kind of released him, probably. You know, they had a contract with him, and he started doing some things on Twitter. And yeah, the last I heard, they were going to sue him for that. So uh, they must have <laughs> d- dropped all that kind of stuff. And yeah, uh,
0: I think I think the lawsuit kind of went went away and uh, wasn't going to go anywhere. So as far and- as I know, that's dropped but
1: and uh his uh, first handful dozen of videos each got five hundred thousand views so you know he'll he'll do okay on rumble
0: oh, st- he's doing far better now than he was when he was employed by one network i can tell yeah, you
1: that. yeah yeah he's probably going to get more views over there um steven crowder he's making big money over there isn't he
0: <laughs> they're paying him 30 million dollars a year i believe just to and- be there and they're paying him just to be there. Uh-huh.
1: Uh huh. Oh, I wonder.
0: If like, they like did that's that. just what he gets. Like, like as if he got a contract from a news organization. Like right, here, right? We're going to pay you X amount a year. Yeah, I believe it was. I, I, maybe it wasn't a year. I know it was like thirty million dollars, but it might have been, you know, m- for more than a year. But that's the whole production cost. That's he's not putting that in his pocket. That's for the whole show. I oh, I so.
1: see. Okay. Yeah, I don't know if. uh Tucker Carlson's getting – if they uh, did something like that or not, I uh, should have probably read the whole I article. Know. I mean, yeah. Dana,
0: Dana White, um, the UFC president who who founded uh, Power Slap, is uh, yeah, right. you know, over the moon about Rumble. He absolutely loves it. Um, they uh, – on Rumble, uh, which, by the way, if you walked around and asked 10 people what Rumble is, probably nine of them would have no idea Right. Uh, at this point in time. Even though Rumble – believe it or not, Rumble's been around for many years. It's just only – the last year or so that it's it's just exploded all of a sudden but um Dana white says and I don't know if it's true or not that his, the power slap on Rumble gets more views than the the NFL the NHL the NBA and all those combined together right now wow don't know if it's totally true but that's what he claims so
1: wow yeah I'm not seeing anything that would tell me if he uh got a contract like steven crowder or not just looking at it very quickly and the, now is not the time for me to do some in-depth uh analysis but um it's called tucker carlson tonight um and uh it's on rumble sounds
0: familiar isn't that the name of his old show
1: i think so i think so <laughs> So, so apparently
0: uh, they didn't sue him hard enough. Cause he's just going to steal the name of the show as well. Too. So, well, shouldn't they steal. As as they steal.
1: <laughs> well, and, 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 and I don't know about big money like that, but I, I, I do know that if I mean, you can't prevent somebody from making a living. That's the big thing that judges always look yeah, at. You but, fired but him, careful. but then, you know uh, what you, well, yeah, you fired him, but are you paying him? Are you buying out his contract? Uh, What's what's the whole? I mean, it, w- will he just you know let the contract lapse to have something to do? You know, yada yada yada. So they they probably settle something out of court, as as typically the case with something like that. Um, okay, now here's what I saw this morning. Google makes it easier to buy YouTube reservation ads. Google is making it simpler to buy ads on YouTube by expanding its self-service purchasing system. Depending on its availability in your local market, this feature has been rolled out to YouTube select lineups, reservation products that enable eligible clients to target the top 5% of popular channels. And the same way, you know, with full-length videos and shorts, okay? YouTube TV lineups. Um, it, it offers live TV channels on a, over 100 broadcast cable and regional sports mm-hmm. networks. And it really cost per impression, masthead, video ad displayed at to the top of the YouTube homepage where advertisers are billed based on the number of times the ad is shown. And standard run of YouTube reservation, formerly known as Instant Reserve, you get a quote and instantly reserve YouTube inventory without any negotiations. Now, this sounds like maybe something Tommy Powers has, our friend Tommy Powers, <laughs> but the uh, you know who's buying a gazillion ads. But I don't know that that would be available to the average
0: guy. What do you think? I, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know to be honest with you on that. Um... It's it's new. We'll have to wait and find out. So yeah, okay.
1: Thought it was kind of interesting.
0: Be interesting to see what they do, but uh, you know, yeah. always always good. You know, YouTube ads are always a, a good thing. I I tell people all the time, you know, if you're not doing YouTube ads, but you're doing other types of ads, you're you're wasting some money somewhere because yeah yeah you know we've done tests where we've had um you know some of the most Expensive advertising in America is, is for lawyers, especially like personal injury lawyers. Right. I mean, in some cities, they're spending ridiculous amounts of money per click. Um, you know, in, in one city, we had a client and he was paying about $40 per click. Wow. So every click was $40. Wow. And we ran YouTube ads and he was getting the, the, you know, more clicks on the YouTube ads doing this, going to the same thing. And it was like $2 which is still for YouTube is really high but $2 versus $40 is a big big difference and uh you know he was getting more clicks through the YouTube stuff so any stronger to be converting better is tough to say but you know yeah right
1: right but um he's he's getting those impressions you know well not impressions he's getting those clicks he's he's yeah. getting that top of mind i guess you know people hopefully are going to remember him when they get in the car wreck um absolutely so absolutely i i oh okay um x uh, this is uh kind of old news well it was last week so i guess it's fairly new or two weeks ago maybe x launches its chat gpt rival grok or grok i think it's grok g-r-o-k and when i was in twitter The other day, you know how you go to your profile and there's some stuff on on the left hand side that you can click on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Grok was over there. So, so they got it. It's amazing
0: how many of these, and and you know that we they don't talk about it much, but you know, um, Apple has its own AI stuff too. They just don't give it a name and put it out there publicly, but you know, it's built into a lot of their things. So, there's a lot of AI going on out there. We got, you know, Bard, and and we've got Chat yeah. GPT, and we've got this, and Steve, we have another one we need to talk about. Oh, that's uh, much more prevalent to us, and that is, uh, have you heard of Video Poet? No, Video Poet. Well, it is a Google slash YouTube AI for making videos, oh. and um, although we haven't been able to get our hands on it to actually try it, we've been able to see it. In action and see other people doing it, uh, and it does all sorts of things. I mean, you know, in some of the test things they were showing, people were putting things like, you know, like um, a horse running through uh, a Van Gogh painting. You know, oh wow, and, and a video of a horse looked like it was painted by Van Gogh running through the scene. Uh, yeah. Oh, in fact, uh, it, it's funny. It's uh, there. It is right there in front of me, actually, <laughs> um, and it shows the horse running through, you know, a Starry Night the background and everything else but you can do shorts you can do you can do bits of things for videos um there was one this video to audio so you can there was a a video of a, a cat playing a piano and it was like a real cat and it was playing a piano this ai generated and the music was ai generated that the cat was playing yeah so there's a lot of things which is is funny because um last time we did one of these we talked about youtube kind of stepping up and and kind of you know, uh, talking about AI and what it thinks of the AI stuff and, you know, oh, it's okay if you do this, but you're going to have to, you know, in the future, you're probably going to have to say this is AI generated and, and all that. Well, now AI is creating their own AI generation tools. And at the same time, there was an article the other day that I saw that, you know, oh, is this the end of AI voices on, on YouTube? Um, so, and I didn't read the article, I'm sad to say, I just kind of saw it pass by. I didn't get a chance to look at it. But, you know, the gist was that uh, some of these AI voice things might be, uh, you know, YouTube might start banning those, Oh, really? uh, which oh. in some cases I can understand, you know, if it's the ones for whatever reason, there's there's these two voices that are used on everything and i'm oh so tired that one female what is voice? that girl yeah. and she talks about this and that yeah yeah look yeah. at this train as it goes down the tracks and yeah. i want to shoot myself in the head every time i hear that voice it's and horrible then there's the other one that sounds like this yeah, yeah. and uh, da, da. and he actually sounds like a real voice until he pronounces something phonetically that's completely wrong and then you realize right. oh, it's a i but his voice is really good. He reminds me of that actor that always plays the bad guys in a lot of those TV shows. Now, I don't know if you know who I'm talking about, but uh, yeah, no, I,
1: I, yeah, I, I, I got an idea. It's kind of registering here, so yeah,
0: yeah, yeah I, so
1: I, I, I do, I, I use AI voices um, only because I'm lazy. I guess I could use my voice on everything if it comes to that, yeah. but I, I'm using VidVoicer and and. Um, those voices are pretty good. I oh mean, yeah, they're a lot, They're a lot better, at least than that one female voice that everybody uses. You know. Uh, oh, that's
0: and that started on TikTok. That that voice was all over TikTok. Now it's all over everything. It drives well,
1: me. Well, is a Temu the, uh, the the retailer out of China? Yes. They oh, yeah, use yeah. it all the freaking uh-huh. time, and and it's it's not really good at all. You know I mean? It's, no, it's, it's like like I mean AI. it's okay,
0: but yeah. it's clear. Obviously, it works. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm just saying, it really sounds AI, and and uh, a lot of the voices on VidVoicer, I think you'd be hard pressed to tell if it's AI or not.
0: Yeah. Um, VidVoicer synthesis. I mean, they've got amazing voices now, uh, and I've used them for things like mm-hmm. when we did our our class the one time we made a commercial. I don't know if you were on that class or not. That yes. Time.
1: Yes. Yes. We made
0: an allergy commercial, okay. and we used a, a an AI voice. Mm-hmm. And it sounded fine. It was good. It sounded mm-hmm. like a real allergy commercial.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. No, I mostly agree. It, it was good. Yeah.
1: No, I remember that. <laughs> What'd you say? I'm sorry.
0: So mostly because the allergy commercials aren't that great to begin with. But <laughs> well, yeah. uh, you know, we just kind of modeled them. People running through the fields and playing with kids and all that kind of stuff, you know, that they use. In the, And we made our own allergy product, which we found out later actually was the name of an existing allergy product from years ago. What do we call it? What was it? Allerest.
1: Alarest. Yeah.
0: You know. And come to find in mean, like the yeah. early 80s I guess there was one called Alarest. It doesn't exist anymore, but there was one. I remember yeah, Alarest. So, I mean, yeah. You can do AI stuff that really does model real things and and by the way, I saw one thing the other day. Again, another one of those things where I saw it but didn't really look at it. Um there are some news networks that are going to start using AI generated anchors for the I news. I saw
1: that too. Yeah. 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 I saw that it. Um,
0: at, it least, at, at least it'll
1: people you can probably trust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it depends who writes the news. Of course, it's AI generated. What am I thinking? Um, I, yeah, I watched <laughs> it, it. <is> as well. <laughs> yeah, I, I I watched it. It looked AI to me, but you know, again, I'm probably hypercritical too. You know, uh, compared to the average person. So,
0: so and, and actually, I just found it. I'm looking at it now. It's a still shot, and the still shot it looks pretty real. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, the still shot looked real, but then I clicked on it and watched it. I'm like, looks like AI to me. But again, just because I thought it was AI doesn't mean my wife is going to think it's AI, you know, the, the average person's.
0: But, you know, at, at the same time, I know a friend of mine who makes video software and he avoided doing AI stuff. And what he found was he started doing surveys with end users, not only the people that use this product, but the actual end users that would watch the videos in the end. And they didn't care, so he started using the AI characters because it didn't seem to make any it didn't difference. Seem didn't seem to make, make any difference. Yeah, even well, if I- they knew one hundred percent that it was an AI actor, they didn't care. It was like, so you know, it's like, okay, I don't know. I'm I'm looking at it now, Steve. She looks pretty real. Okay, I'm not listening to her. I'm just seeing her, but she looks pretty real. Okay, unless, well, she might. Maybe she's the. Maybe she's not. Maybe she's the anchor talking about it. <laughs> yeah, look I- like it.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, if you think it looks pretty real, then you know. I mean, that tells me something, you know, because you're, you're, um, you're Ray the video guy.
0: But I'm. But I've got the sound off, so I may not be watching the right uh, the right thing either. So who knows? <laughs> but an upcoming news station will broadcast the first ever AI generated news anchors to viewers across America next year.
1: Well, I did um, read an article this morning, and if you Google search engine land, you can probably easily find it in there. Twitter feed that uh, shows up on the first page of Google or X feed. And, um, basically the article was about Google is really having a hard time, um, deciphering AI from, um, stuff that's actually written by a person, you know? So, and and this, this was all content. This wasn't video at all. And that's why I didn't save it. But, uh, to read here but uh, you know i thought that was interesting nonetheless you know
0: yeah but like i said next year looks like we're going to have a lot more ai generated content on youtube and i, I you know i'm kind of surprised to see them going more towards that direction rather than less towards that direction you, you'd almost think it would be an opportunity for them to weed out crap content by um you know banning some of that stuff and being like nope ai generated get it out of here but uh yeah apparently they're they, they're pretty okay with it i have seen some articles that have said other things but you know if they're creating their own what are you going to do you know
1: so a couple of weeks ago a friend of mine did i actually produce a podcast for called the north omaha history podcast Talk about uh, a niche, you know, he focuses on just a certain area of town, like 25% of the town and does history. And somebody said, well, why don't you do all of Omaha? And I said, well, because North Omaha is his passion. And, um, you know, we enjoy doing the podcast. That being said, he asked me, "What what are some other top podcast channels besides Apple Podcasts? And I said, well, let me research some of them. So in the process of researching them, and it was like big news. I had just seen it um, December 8th. And I think I, I saw this on December 9th. Google announces April 2024 shutdown date for Google
0: Podcasts. Wow. Well, you know, I, that doesn't surprise me. You, you know why that is, right? YouTube. YouTube. Podcast. yeah, you, YouTube right now. Um, supposedly, they say they're the number one podcast. Now, I, I would assume Apple Podcasts has still got to be way ahead of them, but they say that they're the number one. YouTube is the number one podcast um, distributor in the world. And I think it's because there's a lot of video podcasts that are on there. But Oh, yeah, sure. So that, why why would they keep it open at that point?
1: Um, Yeah, I mean, I, I liked it because, you know, I got an Android and it worked great on my Android. It was a lot easier than... Um, a it's mirror YouTube. site of, uh, of huh?
0: And then finding then, then them on YouTube, I think. But Well,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. But I, the, I, I have a, a mirror, um, uh, pod catcher called, um, podcast Republic, I think. And yeah. it's, it's, it's just a mirror of Apple podcasts, but sometimes, sure. sometimes it's kind of janky. So I thought, well, I'll just download Google podcasts. And it was, I mean, it worked a heck of a lot better, you know, but then i see this this article and i, I
0: would assume though there's, there's going to be a probably a youtube podcasts program you know a specific program for i would there, you will probably download another program called youtube podcasts or something like that Yeah. and it probably be similar to that i at least that would be my thought
1: well what well, do the, I? the google support article and all these things I'll, I'll put the links in um in the show notes but the the um this article, and I'm reading it from ARS, Technica, everything else came from Search Engine Land, but Google support article details how you can take your subscriptions with you. If you want to move from Google Podcasts to YouTube Podcasts, Google makes that pretty easy with a one-click nice. button at music.youtube.com slash transfer underscore podcast, and I'll put that in the uh in the show. Yeah. And,
0: and but I will say, you know, when it comes to podcasts, the one thing that really is kind of annoying, um, you know, the idea behind podcasts, and yes, there's always been paid podcasts, but the idea behind podcasts was it was anybody could broadcast and you could listen and you could run ads and you get other things. And now you've got, you know, some of these other programs like Amazon Music, who mm-hmm. are buying up these podcasters and locking them away unless you pay money. Yeah. And
1: yeah. you know, um Which we'll by the way, I by the way, we're on Amazon podcasts. So uh.
0: Yeah. But they you know, but they but you have to have Amazon music. You have to pay for it uh-huh, in order right. to to sit listen to it. And to me, that's just not right. I, I don't um, you know, I'm sorry, but that's just not what the podcasts were supposed to be. And of course these corporations have jumped in um and 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 kind of ruined that. You know, now you can, oh, you can only get this podcast on Amazon Music. You can't get it right. anywhere else, but you got to pay right. for it. Right. And that's not what podcasts were supposed to be. So, like, You know, I, I know it sounds anti-capitalist to me to say that. I should be cheering the the people that are like, you know, taking advantage of that and making money with it. But it's like, you know, there was already ways to make money with that. This Amazon does not need that money. Right. And the podcaster doesn't need Amazon's money to, in order to do it, you know. They're already making money from the advertisers and things like that. Oh, well, you come with us. We're going to, you know, they're taking some of the big name podcasters and they're locking them away. So well, anyhow, anyway. I,
1: I gave my, my, I gave my buddy, um, just the raw stats. And I said, you know, uh, far and away, if you're on your, on your blog, you're going to say, here are the best podcatchers. Then Apple podcast is at the top of the list. And then, then the rest of them, I just said, uh, pros and cons of each one and, and Amazon I kind of told him what you told me. I just put it on there because uh because it seems to be the thing to do. You know, I mean I just you know but um he, he went with Apple Podcasts and Spotify after I gave him all gave him all the data for what it's worth, you know. Um, so there you go. Um, okay, here's another one. What is this one? YouTube adds more formats for video reach campaigns. So now included in in in-feed and short ads, offering marketers more diverse and effective approach for reaching their target audience. They call them VRCs, can now be scaled to in-feed and shorts, as well as in-stream ads, providing marketers with a more diversified and effective approach to reach their target audience with a single campaign. You know, yeah. Yeah, the, the
0: idea again is, you know, they're just trying they're trying to make it and they're doing this same type of idea in in regular old Google Ads too where they're just trying to make it easier for people to do one thing to take care of all of it. You know, yeah. At least yeah. that's what it seems. It seems that's what they're really trying to push for is this simplicity um You know, just so that, uh, you know, rather than going in and making a campaign for this and 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 a campaign for this, this, bring all your stuff, set it all up, and it'll go out and do all the different things.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. And then um, for those of you that don't start your Christmas shopping until Sunday, Christmas Eve, um, YouTube said now, Just because they said this and I'm repeating it, don't hold it against me if it doesn't work. But you can buy like gift cards or gift certificates or something, uh, it's going to be electronic, you know, the YouTube memberships, you know, yeah. You, you oh, that's that's neat. You can buy that for somebody if you want, and uh, for, the, for
0: the very few people that actually use the memberships, though, they... <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, I know. You
1: yeah, just, just Google or search on YouTube for it or Google it. Um, you know, buy a YouTube membership as a gift, you know, and, uh, it should pop up. So very that. cool. What I love is all the stuff that. Google has rolled out and been taken away, though. So that's why I'm a little. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you
0: you know? definitely have to be a little careful with them.
1: Yeah. So that's why I'm saying, you know, uh, Google it if it's still there and it still works great. If it doesn't, don't blame me.
0: <laughs> well, that was like I got, you know, the one time I got really excited because uh, uh, Facebook had put out a new program. Well, come to find out, they had put it out like two years earlier in certain cities and then discontinued it because they didn't like it and they got rid of it. And I was all excited by it and then found out it never, you know, it was already discontinued before I could even, it even came to my area. So
1: yeah, right, right, right. Um, just, you
0: never know. You yeah. Know.
1: You, you know, yeah. Discontinued before it came to your area. <laughs> That's so Google, you know, I mean, it's just crazy. So um I, I I don't know if I ever, other than Google podcast, I don't know that I ever jumped on board any of their products that they took away except they took away a lot of YouTube stuff like the clickable, uh, you know, you can put a clickable link on a graphic in a video on desktop. Yeah, uh, man,
0: I'll tell you, I'm still bitter about that.
1: And uh, I I forget what else. Oh, you used to be able to do a little bit of editing on your published videos too, you know? and uh, Used to be
0: able to, yeah, trim them and stuff like that. And without having to make a whole new video out of it. And then, yeah.
1: And, and I liked that. And then one thing I never used, but, uh, uh, some, some top YouTubers were using it was they let you edit your videos in YouTube, you know, and, um, and they took that away. And, uh, so, you know, I, 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 um, I follow this one guy that was using it. He probably gets 50,000 views of video and that's what he was using. And then they took it away and he's, he, he, didn't release some videos for a couple of weeks because he had to figure out how to use whatever, you know, Adobe Premiere or whatever. He had to find a, you know, do his research on a software, find there, it. There it. wasn't a
0: lot of people using it as the problem. There wasn't. You know. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. Okay. Well, it was, it was not, it,
0: it was not a very powerful editing tool. <laughs> oh, it wasn't. I know. They also, it. if you remember YouTube also at one point in time, I don't know if you remember this, I, I can't even remember what it was called. I'm going to call it producer. Um. But they had that tool where it would help you to produce a local marketing video.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Choose
0: the scenes, and it would even have like a thing on the screen to tell you where to stand, and you'd put your, you make sure you were standing in the little outline of the person when you did your talk, and you know, I did all that for you. It was really cool. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know
1: about that on. So,
0: quite sad.
1: Now there, there's another guy that I follow and he's a travel blogger and his, and, and he, he's, uh, like, uh, oh, Malaysia and in, Indonesia, Vietnam and Thailand. He kind of alternates between, he's a Canadian guy and he kind of alternates, you know, when his visa runs out, he goes to another country and, um, uh, but he, his his MacBook crashed, and he didn't have the money right away to buy a new one. He had to save up to get another one, and so he was editing his videos on his phone. He got a a Bluetooth uh, keyboard, and uh, I think he was using maybe PowerDirector. And uh, <laughs> Hope uh, not? Yeah, he was using PowerDirector. Just
0: kidding. Just kidding.
1: Uh, well, and and and, and uh, I don't know anything about it. But, you know, if you, if you look at some of those videos, it says power director in the lower right corner. But then he said, Oh, this one's kind of a pain, but then this one only does 720p and da, 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 da. But, but he did a bunch of his videos on his phone. I thought that was kind of cool. You
0: know, oh yeah. You can get, you know, if you've got an iPad, um, you can have full blown Final Cut Pro. You can have full blown DaVinci is DaVinci. No, not. One of the other big ones. And and you've got Adobe on, on your iPad as well for Premiere. So there's a few different options. Yeah, you can oh, edit sure. on an iPad at least. So
1: Well, and that's an Apple product for you. You know, I mean, yeah. I'm sure
0: I, Android has a few as well, but.
1: Oh, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not anything I'm going to look into. I, I mean, my, I, I like my Android phone, but, uh, and, and PC is a lot uh you know, Microsoft as an operating system is a lot better than it was with XP, let's put it that way. You know, I mean, it took them a long time to figure out Mac, I'm tell I tell you what. And if it hadn't have been for the fact that I was working for direct mail companies at the time, and um all the mainframes were um didn't have Mac operating systems on them. I forget. It was an IBM, and it, I forget what the number was for them. But instead of being like refrigerator size, it was like a dorm fridge. This is back in the 90s. and right. uh, But the only way you could get into those things is if you had a PC. So I went from Mac to PC 25, 30 years ago, I guess. Um,
0: Macs kind of sucked back then.
1: Did they? I don't
0: know. No offense, Apple, but your products really, your computers really sucked before. <laughs> before about two thousand, they pretty much.
1: Sucked. Oh, did they really? Oh. I, in
0: my opinion, I know there's a lot of people that loved them. No, I thought they were garbage. Shit.
1: Well, m- my wife is a graphic artist, and yeah. um, she has been. Yeah, uh, they were
0: great for Photoshop. You know, don't get me wrong; they were great for Photoshop. But yeah, overall, yeah. Oh,
1: but she, like, uh, I mean,
0: I, I'm and I'm a huge Mac guy now, but. Yeah, before before Steve Jobs returned and oh. did all that stuff with the iMac and all that, oh.
1: it, it was just it was not. Now good. I it remember. Now good. I remember. Yes, I do. I I I, I was on a Mac, I was on a Mac Classic. So what what am I even talking about? But uh, she, uh, I mean, she's been a graphic artist since the early '80s, and uh, yeah. I mean, she was on uh you know i mean morgan when they first came out with what was called cold type i mean she was the first on computers and then of course if if you were if you're a graphic artist it's pretty much always been mac you know
0: uh, so yeah. and they and they so i was just looking at this so when steve jobs went back apple bought next in 1996 mm-hmm. which is about the right thing cuz by 2000 is when you know when os 10 came out and I had switched from i was I was still using um I was using Commodore computers up until you know yeah. ninety six ninety seven yeah. and so when you know okay, Commodore was killed in ninety four mm-hmm. and was totally dead by ninety six mm-hmm. and so that was the perfect time when Steve Jobs came back. So I joined into the Apple stuff uh, when I started working at channel twelve in Providence, and you know I had to use Apple products there for the design and for editing and all that. And it was right before OS 10, So it was still the old OS 9 stuff. And OS 9, I was like, oh, this is awful. But, but, you know, the programs were good because Final Cut Pro came out and we got that right away and started messing with that. And I really liked that. But up until then, you know, I I mean, I've never owned, well, I I can't really say, I've I've never personally owned Windows PCs. We bought one one time uh, years ago because I had a job where we had to have a windows pc so i had like a little cheap dell in the house yeah. that just got used for that um i laughed because you know that was back in the that was really back in like the adware virus days we had that thing for not even a day and it already had adware popping up on it you yeah, know it was like yeah. you got to be kidding we had this thing a day um but it was not used for it was done for you running this one report for this job i had and that was it that was all it used yeah. for
1: um
0: but other than that i've never owned windows machines now here at the escape room we've got some uh, so technically, I own some, but well, never personally. And I hate those things. Oh so my goodness!
1: Well, S- Steph has been at it for what forty years, and uh, she probably has been computer-based for at least thirty. And um, it's always been Mac. You know, she's yeah. never been she's never been on a PC. You know, and she, and nope, she's al- she's always making fun of me. You know, for having a PC. and yeah, I don't win. And um. Well, this latest one I got, is it Windows 10? I had I, I have my computers built for me. I go to this guy I know and and uh I tell him what I'm doing and he builds a computer for me. This thing works great, but this is the first one that I've never had. It's never been buggy, it's never been goofy, it's never I've never had a problem with it.
0: Yeah, I do have to say they've gotten a lot better with that. That was always the the biggest problem with them back in the days was you know the bugs and the, uh-huh. the viruses and the you know all that kind of stuff, janky, and, and that's kind janky. of gone away a little bit. Yeah, it's a lot better yeah. as far as that goes. Yeah, but, uh, so I don't. It's just you know it's just never been my my thing.
1: Well, the, so the reason- I went from
0: I went from my my last computer before I, I bought a Power Mac. I didn't even have an iMac. I, I bought a Power Mac, which was the big giant box Macintosh. It was a one of those you know candy blue. With the, you know, the clear oh, yeah. casing and the blue case, you know, it was oh. one of those it was oh, before the Quicksilvers was. and all that. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know exactly what year that was, but um, I went from, uh, I had a, an Amiga 4000 with the video toaster and mm-hmm. then I moved to mm-hmm. the, uh, the Power Mac. So, well, I got the Power Mac for free because I sold the 4000, which the 4000 I had gotten, actually, I got the 4000 for free, believe it or not. A guy that I worked with, he was retiring one and he's like, do you want this? Because I did work for him. He's like, yeah, I'll take that. And I took that and it was, you know, as an old pizza box style desktop back in those days. And I bought one of those big giant towers and I moved everything into the tower. I, I, to this day, I don't know how I did all this stuff myself because I couldn't do this (laughs) to save my life now, but I moved it into a tower and I had like all these hard drives in there. I remember I paid, you ready for this, Steve? I paid. Fifteen hundred dollars for a nine gigabyte hard drive. <laughs> wow! <laughs> and now you can get a thumb drive that's got a terabyte. You know, so yeah, exactly uh, for twenty bucks, thirty. Bucks. Yeah, for twenty bucks, but yeah, fifteen hundred dollars for a, a Seagate Barracuda, which oh, is a boy. video speed hard drive. That's and, crazy. Uh, you know. So I had that, and and I put it all into the thing, and I had these big scuzzy cables coming out of it to the hard drives, and you know it was it was wild, it was wild, it was a heck of a system. Um, but I, I got the, I ended up getting the iMac, uh, the the Power Mac for free because I took the video toaster and I sold that separately, and then I sold the computer separately, and the mo- by the time I sold all that, it was I it, it more than paid for the new Power Mac. Oh, nice! Like, all right, there we go, modern system, and and I still to this day, cry in my sleep that I ever got rid of that computer. Cause I really wish I had it now Oh, uh, the, the ghosts of hardware past. I sit and think sometimes, Steve, whatever happened to this computer, whatever happened to this computer? And I don't know what I did with them or where they went except for, um, <laughs> back at the very end, at the very end of Commodore, when it was just, you know, dying, mm-hmm. the last gasp of them is they put out a, a, this is before the PlayStation existed and stuff. They put out a gaming system, a CD-based gaming system.
1: Yes, 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 And
0: yes. They, they never got released in America because there was a, an injunction against them from the Philippines um, that wouldn't allow them to ship them into America. But they were released right. in Europe and they were released in Canada, but not in the U.S. And I, I remember I got – I smuggled one – well, me and a friend of mine, we got them smuggled in from Canada. <laughs> so we each had one. And then he owed me some money. He's like, so he's like, Oh, you want this thing? You know, of course, by then it was, you know, it was all over. (laughs) So it seemed worthless. I was like, Yeah, I'll take it. I had two of those suckers. And of course they were getting old now. They're retired. They were put away. They were, and I, I know, I I know, I know, I know what happened to these. And I want to kick myself every time I think about it. I had an apartment in Smithfield, Rhode Island and in the basement, we had things stored down there. Mm -hmm. And I I know I had them stored in a box down there. And when I moved out, I think I left a bunch of stuff in that basement. Those two things right now, those those CD32 units Uh are rare enough that those things are worth thousands. Oh, sure. Yeah. And Mm. I had two of them. Wow. Wow. Very saddened by this.
1: Well, my Windows PCs, when they were at the end of their life, um, normally, cause there was a new operating system coming out. And- Microsoft wasn't going to support it anymore. And I was cheap and didn't want to buy it, or I just couldn't get stuff to run anymore. They were not worth keeping. They went to the recycle. No,
0: th- there is nothing. There never has been anything collectible about the Windows PC market. Mm-hmm. They've been boring mm-hmm. beige boxes replaced by basically the exact same thing with a faster processor. So mm-hmm. there's no nostalgia. Then, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe the PC junior or something like that would have some, some... bit of nostalgia, but you want nostalgia, you got to get like, you know, a Commodore 64 or an Amiga 500 or uh, one of those PowerPC Macs from the day or whatever. Those things, or, or an original iMac, those things can be a lot more collectible. Um, right. The Mac right. Cube, if you remember the old Mac Cube, that's pretty collectible at this I point. Do. But yeah, you know, a, a, a Gateway 2000 <laughs> yeah.
1: PC yeah, with a 40-bit right.
0: hard drive is just, you know, there's no, no, there's no, no nobody wants that. Yeah. Okay, my friend. Well, realistically, uh, it ain't any different than what you got now, just more powerful. It's exactly, you know, it's the same operating system, just newer version. It's the well, patches and, and, on top of, you know, fixes on top of whatever else. And well, and, and
1: this Windows 10 computer I have, as uh, my buddy said, it's a beast, and it is a beast. Um, it's it's not janky at all. First time I've had a, a, a PC. Yeah, most that of them wasn't don't janky. seem to be anymore. Yeah. They don't seem yeah.
0: to be. My son's a big PC user and everything. and... Same thing, like he doesn't really have issues. No. Like I used to be able to make fun of them for so many things, and now I can't because
1: well, they run. I still know where everything is in Windows. I can, uh, you know, like 90% of the problems I could diagnose and fix only because they were so janky, you know, and I didn't want to yeah. be calling in paying money. You know, uh, at one time it was just, you know, a $50, uh, f- you know, minimum charge. I didn't want to keep paying that, so I, I learned very right, right.
0: well, you know. Well, people call me about that stuff all the time about computers and Windows computers, even they call me like I don't even know how to turn the dang thing on. And then they'll call me about Mac stuff and I'll be like, I have no idea. I'm like, I just use yeah. them. I'm not a technician. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, and and yeah, um anymore. I I I'm not either. I I worked for a small company for a number of years, did pretty well there financially, but um they they were so small they didn't have an IT guy you know and so I I just oh here I'll I'll take care of it for you you know and I'd log on and take care of it for them well the only problem with that then they they kind of designated me as the IT guy no 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 I'm not no 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 I'm not and and but then if I refused anybody that I was being rude and they kept saying well we'll we'll get somebody we'll get somebody and they never got them so I I've quit volunteering the information that i just gave you you know so okay well i i think all right i, I think we so there. We, go. all the we got uh, new
0: new new youtube stuff and old computers all in one there you go and by the way if anybody listening has a commodore 64 sitting around let me know
1: <laughs> i good. need one he needs one, need one.
0: who helped make me for my 80s i've got an escape room right right behind this wall it was an '80s escape room, and I couldn't get a Commodore 64 for it.
1: Wow, sad. Okay, who helped make this show possible?
0: Well, it wasn't Commodore, unfortunately. Which, by the way, Steve, you know, speaking of that, now Apple survived all these computer things. Windows obviously survived all those computer things. Commodore did not. And did you know? And this is something I bring up all the time. There was the, uh, I believe it was the 30th anniversary of Commodore's death. Just a little, you know, a little while ago, oh, uh, of them first declaring their death, and uh, they had the patent for the two-button mouse. That's right. They had the number one selling home computer of all time, Commodore mm-hmm. sixty-four. Mm-hmm. They had the second best selling home computer of all time in the Amiga five hundred. Mm-hmm. They owned the processors that were in the Commodore sixty-four, the Nintendo the mm-hmm. Sega, the, you name it, about 800 other super high selling products. They created the processors for those and they are out of business today. So do not think that you are above or that any business is above getting into trouble and going out of business overnight. Yeah, kind of scary. Yeah, yeah. But not going out of business is our good friends over at Movo who want to provide you with everything that you need for shooting great videos. That includes things like lights that you can put on your camera. That includes things like microphones that you could use on your desktop with USB, or maybe you want a wireless mic for your smartphone or your DSLR, or maybe you need a stand, or maybe you need a mini tripod. They've got it all. And you can check it out right now with their special Christmas discounts by heading on over to raiselinks.com slash
1: Movo. All
0: right, Steve, let's hit the music.